This episode is brought to you by Lee. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit to your body, not to some passing fad or body shape ideal. That's why Lee makes denim that gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com, to shop spring looks now. Hello and welcome to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Free. Jordana, it's such a pleasure to be back here with you. How are you? What's going on? As always, um, what's going on? Things are good, I would say. Just just another week in pandemic heaven. It's just another week in pandemic heaven. I have to say, like, I am getting pretty used to this lifestyle. And it is not that terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Well, considering, you know, you know, considering when you say it that way, it's like uh, it's not that terrible for us. And we're like, we're both not nurses. We're both not doctors. We're we're both uh, (laughs) understanding the obvious horrors of the world. I agree with you there. I, I've been like working out outside with like over the phone with a trainer at Forzag. If any of you want to follow him, he's been fantastic for me. But I, I was like coming down. I was like, yeah, there's no need. I don't think I'll go back to the gym. I think right. this is kind of how I want to live my life from now on. You know, like yeah. there's certain things that I'm like, I go upstairs, do my workout, come down. Like, oh, like the day is kind of in motion. You have you know? control over your over your schedule and your day and like it's just easier to like kind of I think like plan do what you want to do in like the order that you kind of want to do it sure and plus the fact that like that's coming after like getting used to the changes that you have to make like not going to an office now you're like okay that was weird at first but now we're kind of getting used to this type and I hate saying the I hate say I hate the phrase new normal because it just like I just can't I stand hate it, it. Too. Yeah, I hate it. Like it feels like people. I kind of tweeted something similar, but it feels like people just say "new normal" to like get you to shut the fuck up to like get to the point. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like 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 I was yeah. at a coffee it's place. Like, this is and, what we're doing. Shut up. It's yeah. The, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. New normal. New normal. Move well, on. Let's do the like, real work now. It kind of means like you have to stop using the pandemic as an excuse to like not do things i think when you say new normal that's fair like get over it new normal right like stop living in the past (laughs) yeah this is it this is nothing's changing is there anything you really miss i assume the stand-up is part of it i miss i miss do the you know regular stand-up i've been doing more shows um it's nice to do more shows but it's hard for me and i'm sure a lot of stand-ups would say the same thing to to write a, a a new premise or new joke a new bit and kind of have it grow because it's like you know i do stand up every night so every night and if you don't you you don't do stand up that's just the reality so like it's it's um if when you're working on something there's you just like lose a lot of momentum so i'm doing these shows and every time i do kind of a new joke it feels like i'm restarting again from the beginning i don't really have but you know, otherwise, I like that it kind of helped me put things in perspective as far as like, you know, putting, you know, I think this helps you schedule time better. Just like no, you said. I agree. Yeah. yeah. But you have I'm, anything coming up? How do you feel about it? You know, what do you? I think 
generally, I mean, again, not frontline, not like we have, like these are first world pro- mm. luxury issues, but I do miss like, I do feel like there's a part of being female that where your, your social interactions are like big. Like I think men bond. I was watching this, this like news segment about this, how men and boys bond more about like activities so they can do like some online shit together. But women are much mm-hmm. more like sort of like in person, like intimate conversations. The so idea, I do miss that. The idea of like, let's get lunch. Let's get, you know, I'm going out with my girls to get dinner. We're doing a dinner. Like the, the, right. I, I always thought it was funny. The, the quickness with which women settle into like Lululemon pants, like hangouts, like, like, like at 22, right. I graduated college and I was like, yeah, I'm still doing college like things. I'm still getting drunk. I'm still waking up late on a weekend. I'm still like planning by the, you know, the, you know, the, by the, you know, by the hip, of, by my pants. hips, seat of my pants. And <laughs> women are like, well, I have a, I got to do dinner Tuesday Right. With Jordana. And it's like a dinner. What are you talking yeah. about? It's great. That's what I'm saying. That's what I really miss because like I'm not really one for like small talk and to get to really get to know something about someone's life or like how they're feeling about things like those aren't really things you're going to like randomly like text someone. Yeah. And like the, we're kind of the- past that whole like I'm FaceTiming you because this is like a new thing. We're trying thing like no one wants to do that anymore. <laughs> so I do miss those like what you're exactly what you're talking about, like those like intimate dinners where you sort of like get into what's going on in your life in like a real way. The ketchup dinner. Like I don't yeah. have that with men. <laughs> anyone. I know yeah. nobody. Well, they, they also say that men, you know, I I don't know if this was an article I read or if this was a. Uh, a joke I heard someone do on stage, but it wasn't mine, but they were like, women have friends like later into life. Like if you think of like dads, dad, like my dad doesn't know anybody. Like your mom doesn't know, right. But like, but my mom has friends. She has people she gets together with. Like my dad kind of like interacts with men in a, like they don't, they have their like, they'll like play golf. I feel like golfing, yeah. Yeah, there's no like, I got to catch up with Bob. Like there's right. none we're going to get, we're going to get dinner and like drinks. Yeah, Bob and I are getting dinner. Yeah. Like, is that, that, that like, and they kind of say that's like the reason they say like a lot of older men, like don't have friends. And it's kind of like the reason that they're like, you know, they go through depression and they, there's, there's something I, I'm, I'm giving you like the Twitter headline <laughs> men are depressed later in life version. But I'm, I'm saying like, it is noticeable when if you think about it. No, I do think that's like a total possibility. But now I feel like that's all been kind of taken away. And I wish that I was more like a sort of online activity based or something with a friend because it does feel like there's a uh, there's yeah. less of those moments for like intimate female friendship, social encounters. I do have these things, too, where I think like I guess my interactions with people are more passive like you're what you're saying is more defined i i haven't done a dinner on a tuesday with rachel in months i am i do have these moments during this period of life where i'm like man i haven't seen anybody did i ever have any friends did i ever now I kind of feel like that because I haven't like seen anyone i don't really talk to anyone like i'm not like oh did you see that show because like i don't care yeah. And I don't think they do either. But and 
so now it kind of feels like, oh, like I haven't had like a real intimate conversation with someone besides you on this podcast. <laughs> you and I <laughs> and, and Mike, your and, boyfriend and Mike, that you live yeah, with. And, <laughs> right. And Mike, who like I see every night, but yeah. um, with a, with, you know, a female friend. It's been <laughs> I weird. get it. Anyway. I, it's a new normal. Uh, <laughs> get over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess this is it. Time to get over it. Uh, anything going on at Betches right now that we can talk about before we get into it? Things are coming. I'll have an update soon. What about you? Uh, I am going to be in Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio, baby. Cleveland, Ohio. I'm coming to Cleveland. Socially distanced shows. It's going to be August 27th through the 29th. Come on out. It's on my Instagram, jaredfree.com, where I have all my dates, Cleveland, and then I'm coming to Long Island. So Cleveland and Long Island, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com to get tickets. Would love to see you all there with a crew and, uh, you know, with your happy faces and laughs and all that stuff. And also, Keep spreading the word about the podcast. We love doing this show. Keep spreading the word. It's uh, it's an unbelievable pleasure that you guys enjoy listening to this show, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and just for the listeners at home, I did watch a couple episodes of Indian Matchmaking because I know we've gotten a few requests. Yeah. Um, and it's good. Jared, you should watch. Like- I'll take a look. I, I, I think there's like there's a lot there. I, I, I got to check it out. I have. Well. Here's the I've thing. heard some feedback about it. Here's the thing about Indian matchmaking. It's basically like house hunters, but okay. for it's basically like house hunters, but for a partner. And like a, a lot of it really reminded me of that because you'll have the matchmaker who's like going to these women, and one of them is like, "Well, like I want a guy. I'm 34, so I want mm. a guy who's like 32 to 38, and he has to like be really successful, and he has to like." Like this long list of qualities and he can't be too funny. She was like, I don't like guys that are that funny. Um, And he like, uh, you know, all this really specific weird things like, like whatever. And then the woman's like, I can't work with this like huge list of things. Yeah. You have to realize like, I'm also dealing with you and you're not like perfect either, which is funny Mm -hmm. because it reminds me of house hunters when the person's like, my budget is like, $30,000 $30,000 and I want a mansion with a pool on the beach. Sure. Yeah. And it's like, you can't just think about like what you want. Listen, you have to I, think about like who, what the package that you're offering as well. Sure. And, and what your budget can buy. And, exactly. and I, I had this when I was looking for apartments in New York. Like I remember, um, I bought my place in Harlem and it, like it has a lot of space, but it's far away from downtown where a lot of the action that I like to be a part of is like where shows are and stuff like that. Right. And I remember my mom talking to her was like talking to the person on house hunters. She was like, we'll just go downtown. I'm like, you have no rel. You you haven't connected want with price at all. You're just go do it. And I, so that's interesting. And I, I, I do understand too, I've seen a lot of like the negative feedback over Twitter, which I mean, that's what you go to Twitter for is to read negative feedback. And mm-hmm. it's interesting to me that you, the way you said it, it's cultural. Anything that's cultural gets fucking crushed on Twitter. Well, because like, it's all like, accused uh, of being like stereotypes or like, sure. you know, making a race look bad or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's like, you are what you is. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like, like if someone saw my grandmother asking me about women I was dating, they'd be like, 
get her off TV. This is horrible. But like, it is funny that people get mad at reality sometimes. It's like, you know, they didn't right. make these matchmakers say these things. This is what they say. They didn't make the people that are getting matched up say these things. This is very right, this cultural. Is what they and, said. This is, and, and also, it's called Indian matchmaking. It should be, if you're not Indian, you it should be a little shocking and different to you. That's the reason they made a show about it. Yeah, I mean, that's what's interesting about it is that there's this, like, very, very traditional, like, um, process that people kind of trust. For, I mean, like, there's there's fucked up things, but every, like, you know, culture has, like, weird... Every! Has, has weird cultural things that other cultures are like, this is absurd, like, who would agree to this? I mean, just yeah. think of the idea of, like, you're getting married, your father gives you away at the altar. Like, someone who's, <laughs> like, from some futuristic progressive society might be, like... What kind of dumb shit is this? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and then they meet two people who are like, that's how we got married. We've been married for 80 years. And you're like, and they're like, it can work. I, I, I think like there's this like, this thing. I mean, this is generally the world right now where it's like, if you don't agree with me, you must be fucking evil. Right. And it's like, well, no, that's just, well, you, someone can disagree with you and not be evil. Yeah, I, I definitely. And I what I liked about this Indian matchmaking show is that it didn't really try to romanticize the mm. matchmaking thing. It really was like this is what like even the matchmaker was like, yeah, I, I she's like an older Indian woman. And she was like, yeah, I met I was match made with my husband back in like 1983. We spoke for half an hour. The question they're like and the person who's talking to her is like, oh, like, what did you talk about? He's like, he asked, like, do you know how to cook? Like it wasn't like she's like, and we're still married, but she wasn't yeah. like, we're still married. And he's like the best thing that ever happened to me. And I'm like, it was like very much like, and it worked like there's some compromise, sure. whatever. Like he asked me if I could cook. I probably asked him like if he could support me. And yeah. uh, I like that. It wasn't like this, like glorified, like thing. It was kind of just I, like, this I, is I a tradition. Was, it works mostly. I was having this conversation last night with Jess. And sometimes we get on, Sometimes we start talking about this podcast and I and I encourage everyone to share the podcast. I understand that this isn't going to be everyone's cup of tea. Like not everyone's going to love this interaction between you and I. And also before we get into this, if you are a Spotify user, we're on Spotify and you can add us to your playlist on Spotify. But I <laughs> this is all to say that like the you know relationships are a mix between the romantic and the practical and i think the practical can bring you back down to earth in a f maybe less fun way than the romantic and from what i'm hearing from you there's a lot of practicality that works into these matchmaking things that right. maybe you don't want to hear like yeah you're i got to find you someone that fits your budget that's like a hard adult thing to hear and i and i talk about that with this podcast because you know, Jess and I are talking. She, I was like, I was like, we're not here to like rah rah people. Like, yes, queen. I'm not gonna <laughs> yes queen you to right. fucking the edge of the cliff to jump off. Like, we're here to talk about real shit and and be funny and and light about it. But I, it is a, kind of an interesting thing because I I, 
you get down these like rabbit holes of like, man, I don't understand why everyone isn't listening to this podcast. I think we put together, you know, you know, my mom Same. and I think my mom <laughs> and I and Jordana and her mom think we we do a great job. You know, exactly. and I, I, they think I have we should be on late night. What if my mom always night. thinks is whatever, whatever thing from like 1950, my mom thinks is like the pinnacle of success. Totally. Like we're going to take over for evil Ellen DeGeneres. Like that's our, you know, like, so, so I, I do have this moment where I'm like, if I was to give myself self feedback, I'm like, yeah, like I can understand why someone is like, fuck the practical. I just want romantic. You know, like, like give me more, you know, tell me how sexy and beautiful I am and how I'm going to conquer the world. And then like, you know, we come in and we're like, yeah, the guy's got a point. You know, like, it's like, that's, you know, I, I don't know. This is something that we were talking about last night. Yeah. I think it's, it, it's really, it's bringing reality into dating and that's what it is. And that's what it always becomes. Even if it starts off in that like romantic, get swept away, emotional masturbation, perfect life together. Like the reality comes sooner rather than later. We're well, here to enlighten you. That's probably why you enjoyed the Indian matchmaking show. Like, and and other people would look at it and go, "Fuck these people. That's bullshit. <laughs> I don't cook." You know, like, right. you know, <laughs> we are sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Some of us go for a run, take a nap, read a book. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I love BetterHelp because it's an easier way into professional therapy. It is a toe in the water. I love that they have a questionnaire that matches you with a licensed therapist. If you're sitting there and you've never been to therapy, what a perfect way to get in the game. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you gotta do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash UUP today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash UUP. So I was scrolling through my feed like I do and I recently learned something. Did you know that most bedding is made with harsh chemicals like formaldehyde, synthetic pesticides, and toxic dyes, that made me totally rethink my betting. Thankfully, one company is changing the standard for good. Bowl and Branch. Bowl and Branch makes the softest, most luxurious sheets without any toxins or harsh chemicals. I will tell you this. If you go watch my apartment tour, the sheets on my bed are Bowl and Branch. I put them on my bed immediately. I put them in the wash, then I put them on my bed. They're so comfortable. You can see them on my bed. They look good. They're hotel quality. I love my bowl and branch sheets. You can really feel the difference. And if your commitment issues get in the way, they have a 30-night worry-free guarantee. They feel buttery soft yet super breathable so you don't have to worry about getting hot and doing the one leg out, one leg under thing. Bowl and branch signature sheets come in 13 super classy colors. They have all sizes from twin up to California king. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from bowl and branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code UUP at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. Promo code UUP. Exclusions apply. See site for details. What are we talking about today, Jordana? 
Today we're talking about why an ex would not watch your story. Okay. We want to yeah, know I, why they would and why they well, wouldn't. Well, so. again, this is going to... I'll start by saying the, the, ty- the, the subject at hand is the reason it's hard to be a man. Because <laughs> so, like, everything you do is being analyzed constantly. Lose, lose. This is lose, right. lose. The, the title is Why Would an Ex Not Watch Your Story? Why would an ex watch your story? Why would he not watch your story? Why would he watch it on Sundays but not after 2 p.m.? Like, do we understand it, maybe that there's no the, right answer? Maybe it's just because men are just so terrible at communicating that we have <laughs> to, like, observe Fair. every action you do well, to try to interpret what you're actually <laughs> thinking or what's going on. I'm like, going to give an answer that people are not going to like, and it'll be the reason they turn off this show. But we, we should read the email first. All right, I'll read the email. My ex and I broke up three months ago. We follow each other and are on good terms. He always watches all my stories and we keep in touch. Recently, it's been two times he doesn't watch my stories, but he is online. I might be overthinking, but it seems odd to me because I think skipping someone's story is too much work and harder than just watching and going on to the next. I know he gives some, th- some thoughts to-, to his Instagram interaction because last time we saw each other a month ago and we had sex... That was, that's an interesting <laughs> fact to, to learn that you just threw in there casually. <laughs> they he keep told- in touch. I was like, oh, they keep in touch. And then she's like, and hey, we had sex a month ago. But go on. Right. Like, oh, okay. You're st- okay. Go on. I'm sorry. He told, to me, he told me that he liked a lot of pictures from my Instagram. And, and I asked him, well, if you like it that much, why didn't you like it? And he said, he, why didn't you like it? And he said he didn't want to seem weird. Um, I want to know your thoughts if he is doing that on purpose and why, or if I'm crazy overthinker and he's is just over me and doesn't care. It, <laughs> she's not crazy. Can I start by saying she's not crazy? She, okay, that's we're, that's we're uh, spe- helpful. I, be, he, well, she's not crazy for the same reason he's not crazy. So, uh, let me go through a few things from her email that like stick out to me. Uh. We ended on good terms. He always watches my stories and we keep in touch. So right away, I would say you guys are doing a bad job of breaking up. Right. <laughs> like you're, yeah. ke- you're keeping in touch. And for what? Right. I mean, if you- you're on, you really shouldn't be on like super great terms in like the six months to a year after you break up because otherwise you're not really fully broken up in my opinion i agree with you and i mean she would agree with you they had sex a month ago after breaking up three months ago so there's still an attraction there there's still an interest there um and she's wondering about him because there's still a well maybe we ended this too soon what could have been there wouldn't you agree right or she has nothing really new going on so she's kind of fixated on this comfortable past thing Totally. Uh, all of this, all of the above. And to the, to the, we can only speak to the emailer. To her, I would say all of that is completely normal. It is completely normal to not want to be alone. It's completely normal to fixate on someone who was cool getting, you know, undressed with you in bed and touching genitals. Like these are all like totally normal thoughts. What I will say is it's also totally normal for this guy to be like, 
man, I'm looking at her thing a little too much. I need to step away because we're broken up. We right. are, you know, like someone, I, I, someone has to come to that realization first or else you do this forever. Totally. And, right? and that's this, the only end. That's that. the only end. And, you, you know, this is why we both agree. Unfollow. Unfriend. Get away. Let's take a vacation. Let's get let's get right. this person out of our our news cycle. Right. To me, when you decide to unfollow or block someone, that's when you're really committing to moving on from the relationship. If you're it's, still following them or sleeping with them or texting yeah. them, then like you can say that it's over, but it's you're not you're not committed to it being over. It's it's being on a diet but still buying, you know, peanut butter cups right. and keeping them in the freezer. Like that's the equivalent. Here's the other thing about this email that is very clear. We are all the stars of our own movie. All mm -hmm. of us. We all think we're the main character. We're all the ones where the, you know, the spotlight is on us and everyone else is around us. And this, I don't know, I think, I think for our generation, this is like a kind of a big theme where we all think everything is about us and in the key of me. Or right. that's how we think. Well, think about it. Your parents didn't have like anywhere for the world to see whatever they felt like displaying at any moment. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like and, how and if you're how is your mom getting to be this? Like she wouldn't have that mentality because there was no like there was nothing and, out there for her to to enable her to do that. Totally. And and all of our our parents' parents didn't tell them they were special snowflakes and are beautiful and the only thing in the world. So we were brought up on this 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 idea that we're all special. We're all going to be president. You 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 don't. Everyone can't be president. So um, and which is fine. I'm guilty of this as well. But we have to check ourselves sometimes because the way she writes this email, you know, is the same. The same way she's thinking is the same way he's thinking. She's thinking, why hasn't he, why has he stopped watching my stories? It must be personal to me. And he's thinking, I keep watching her stories. She's going to think it's personal to her. Right. Or I just keep sort of get, getting pulled back into like thinking about this person that I'm trying to get away from in a way. To totally. And, Not and like in a, in a malicious way necessarily, but in a way of like, I'm trying to move on from this. Yeah, he Perhaps. I mean she said he's not um does he's not over he's is he just over me and doesn't care. That's not the case. That is not the case. He's trying to get over you and he's trying to be respectful. That's right. the case. Because me I'm in a relationship. I'm in a relationship. I'm in a happy relationship. I love living with Jess. I'm enjoying myself. I I I'm enjoying this part of life. I'm muting people's stories. Even like as am I. Are are you? Yeah, I mute. I mean, not necessarily like guys that I used to. I mean, maybe on occasion guys that like you know I feel I feel like it's aggressive to unfollow, but like I don't really need to see this. No, well, that's that's <laughs> the thing. Like I don't need to be yeah. first in line. I don't <laughs> need to be the fucking. I can look at someone's stories, but some people. And also, story watching is about lust, not like, for a lot of right. men. So when they're, the, when they're the first ones to watch your story, or they're always at the they're top of your list. They're thinking I miss you? No. They're thinking, 
I used to, or I still do, one or the other, because you're, the profiles that come to the front of the stories are the ones whose profiles you've looked at more than others. Those are the ones you've touched more than the other ones. That's the reason they come up first. This is all algorithm at play. So if someone's story keeps coming to your front, it's because you were looking at their pictures or you have looked at their pictures. It's come from a point of interest at some point. So for him... Her stories probably come up first because they used to date and he has a level of attraction for her even still because they had sex a month ago. So now every time her story pops up, if he's on Instagram like you and I are uh, every five constantly. minutes constantly, <laughs> then he's right. going, fuck, I, I got to I gotta give some space. And, and that's the thing. Like I've been in that position where I'm like, I got to mute this person. I don't hate them. I don't like them. I just need them to not be first. I need to not be the one that's watching every single fucking story. It's about being first, but being constant. I think it's about being always there. And it's like, listen, I'll look at their stories, but let me see it on my terms when that, when they show up somewhere else along the way. Like I, I need this to be less automatic is my point. I agree with that. And I also think like it's good just for like honestly your own like time management. Like apart from like any sort of romantic thing, like I always think it's like good to like condo it every every now and then. Like what am I every time totally. every if you're looking at someone's stories every day and a lot of people post a lot, you're I I think it's good to ask yourself like what am I getting out of this? Does this make me am I laughing at this? Is this making me like entertained or is this like kind of just like spilling the void of like time like do i I care about seeing this or not really i know and 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 that's the problem with this situation where it's a guy who is a and and here's the thing they broke up they didn't break up because he was unattracted to you he didn't break you guys didn't break up because he was over it he broke up because he didn't want to do more be more responsible for you or you didn't want to I don't know what the situation is, but she's asking about him and he's opting out of the to, of the watching. Right. So I, I'm assuming and probably wrong and piggishly. So I'll admit that is that in this situation where she's asking us, why did he stop watching my stories that he she says they broke. Let's say they broke up amicably. I'll take her at her word. Fine. They broke up amicably. And there's a point where he's going. And again, he's the star of his own movie. He's a narcissist, just like I am. Right. So I would think that there's a point where he goes, I can't be watching every single story or I can't be first to watch it because she'll see it and she'll think that maybe I want to be more or I'm still on this when really I'm on this enough to fuck and not be in a relationship. Right. I think we need to normalize just blocking any sort of exes or anyone that you've now are no longer dating. I think we should normalize that just being the first thing that happens as normal as it would be moving out of an apartment or a house after you break up with someone, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't keep living with your ex-wife, right? You wouldn't keep living with your boyfriend that you broke up with. I think like if you're following them on Instagram, you're, it's like, it's sort of a form of that. Yeah. I'm with you. And I think like, how does that happen? The problem is the farther you get away from the relationship, the more like mean spirited, the unfollow or the muting feels to the other side. There's this Mm -hmm. weird thing where if like if you get if, if listen, if you have a talk and the person looks at you and goes, 
I just don't think we're going to be in a relationship. I don't want to be serious. And then you came back with them and you go, okay, this is amicable, but I need to take some time for myself both, you know, physically and uh, interactively. And I need to, I'm going to unfollow you. And it's not because I hate you. Like if you said that at a breakup, that person's going to go totally understand, totally right. understand. Cause they're, you it's know, it's not because like, I hate you. It's because I actually like, like you still. Yeah. And if I, I and I need you. To, right. Yeah. Yeah. If I hated you, well, I, maybe I kind of hate you now. I kind of hate you now, but I don't want to hate you because my, I think we all need to admit what this woman writing in is admitting, but not really admitting. It's like, these things are going to affect me. I'm feeling a little crazy and carried away. I need to take this drug away from me so that I won't go down those. Like, we're not strong. Here's what we need to admit. We're not stronger than the technology we've built. The, The AI is now stronger than us, than our emotional abilities. Plus, like, I think we also just need to admit, like, we care. It's okay. Like, that's yes. what no one wants to admit. No one wants to block because no one wants to say, I thought about you actively enough. And, like, it, this, and seeing your stuff affects me so much that I am making an active choice to not but, do it. But, like, but this is, that. But what yeah. you just said is to my point exactly. Like, you're, I, I agree with you completely. We care and we don't have the emotional ability. The, 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 the app is the puppeteer of our caring. You know, like, if you, you care enough to look at my profile, now the app sees that, and now they're putting my stories to the front. Oh, let's put someone they care about to the front because that's your right. drug. You know, like, like, we're not stronger than the drug of social media. None of us. Right. We are all a certain type of addict that we can't have just one beer. We, we can't have just one Instagram like. Right. You know, like, right? Like, yeah, I, I, and we shouldn't be ashamed to admit it. And I think that's what, like, that's what people need to get over. Like, the, what, it, what someone else thinks about what that says about you. Like, all that says about you is that you care about yourself enough to, like, not look at things that you don't, that, that aren't good for you to see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, and it's so hard. And I think, like, the problem with this email, the thing that kind of bothers me, and I said in the beginning, but I don't have a problem with the emailer. I, I, I just more like, this is the reality that we live in. Why would an ex not watch your story? And it's like, we've gotten the opposite of this email too. It's like, that Why lives in a, look, right? I mean, but like this lives in a land where she's like, I'm going a little crazy about it. She's admitting to it, but it lives in a land where it's like, well, no one else, everyone else is going as crazy as you are. Right. And that's, that's yeah. also guiding their decisions. So just totally. own it. Yeah. Own it. I mean, I got a DM today that was on this subject and like it was, I didn't even respond to the person, but the DM was like, we broke up and three months ago and now the guy's, you know, reacting to my stories. And it's like, yeah, he's fucking having a, this is him falling off the wagon. Okay. You know, this, this is the 13th step. <laughs> yeah. This is him yeah. going shit you know having a breaking point and it's like yeah and that is out of lust that's not life yeah it's a relapse it's a relapse and it's bad for him and it's bad for you you're already shopping at your favorite stores why not be saving while doing it 
Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because our members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, like beauty, clothing, electronics, and more. You know I love to find the best deals. You know I'm a deal searcher. You know I like deals. Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. You know I love points. So you can use Rakuten to get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Rakuten has your favorite brands like Bloomingdale's, Blue Mercury, and Zappos. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. That's wonderful. You're already shopping at these places. Why not? Get in on the game. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. You know I love Skims underwear, but now that their bra line is out, it's all I ever want to wear. Hands down, the no-show Belkinette bra from Skims is the sexiest bra I own. It provides support but keeps my natural shape and it's invisible under clothing. I love my Skims wireless form bra. It's so comfortable, but it still does the job. It feels like it's lifted. I know where everything is. That's a big issue for me. I want to make sure that like everything is where it's supposed to be, but it also looks really cute. It's not like some like scary looking bra that I would never want to show anyone. I typically don't like traditional underwire bras, but Skims changed that. I'm literally wearing one right now. And there's one for literally every kind of shirt that you could be wearing. There's so many different pieces. I really love the wireless form t-shirt bra, the weightless scoop bra, and the no-show online demi bra. Skims bras are made with innovative technology to give you the best shape and support. Plus, every bra is designed with the comfiest and softest materials, so you feel like you're wearing nothing at all. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Let's do uh, some awkward sex. You ready? I'm ready. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending the emails. This is a really good one. I, I enjoyed this one. Um... This made me feel less stupid this week, but UUP at Betches.com. <laughs> it's, the, it's the girls' week to feel, yeah, to feel a little, dumb. Well, well, I knew all the, the, the scientific terms for this one when I usually don't. So, <laughs> uh, love the podcast. Thank you for solving Dating Weekly. I'll get right to it. December 2019, I matched with a guy on Bumble who was visiting his friends in my city for the weekend. I had my company's holiday party that night, so we agreed to meet up at a bar after the party with his friends and my coworkers. My boss hosts a pre-party every year where I toss back a few vodka sodas before the real party where I proceeded to drink four more vodka sodas. So she's hammered. Yeah. A, a group of six of us left the party, headed to the bar to find this guy and get, the gr- get this group date started. First of all, can I just say I love how this hangout happened? Like which part? This, I love that. Like he's in a different city. He's with a bunch of friends. She's at a party. She's like, I'm gonna be with a bunch of friends. Let's meet up later. Like in in okay. my mind, yeah. this is when dating apps are working at their best. When it's just bringing people who like would could have fun together to hang out. This is safety there. in numbers. This is casual, but it's also with the chance of like getting more serious. Someone could meet. You know, you have 
people in their 20s all sexually active and having a good low time. Low expectations. Low expectations. It happens quickly. And then they can, you know, there is the chance where you meet maybe the person that you end up with there. And I, I think this is like how the dating app should work is my point. Okay. Um, I was quite drunk. <laughs> then I go, I was quite drunk. Uh, I was quite drunk once I got there. So this big group get together, but I ended up hitting it off with the guy and we talked uh, made out at the bar until 2 a.m. and eventually came back to my house. I was at the end of my period, but wanted to make sure it was, quote unquote, safe down there. So I went to the bathroom where I, where we, uh, when we got inside. I was still drunk, but pleased to see nothing down there and came out triumphantly stating we could hook up. <laughs> we hook <Hooray>! up! <laughs> I went... I went looking, nothing there! <laughs> it's like the ground... It's like... Uh, right. what's. Six more weeks of fucking. Uh, <laughs> when, he st- when he started fingering me, he said, are you wearing a tampon? Appalled, I yelled, ew, no. And we continued to have sex for at least an hour or two. We laid down to sleep at 4.30 a.m. when my eyes burst open. and We laid down to sleep at 4.30 a.m. when my eyes burst open and I was suddenly very sober as I vaguely remembered putting in a tampon before my boss's pre-party that night before. But did I take it out at the bar when I went to the bathroom? Did I even have one in? I was in crisis. I woke up the the guy next to me. <laughs> I guess she and, writes this like it's like <laughs> Nancy Drew in the case of the like missing tampon. Yeah, yeah. But but did I take it out? But did he, but did the tampon even go in? Right. <laughs> Unsolved mysteries. Did I have 10 vodka sodas? (laughs) (laughs) I was in crisis. I woke up the guy next to me and said, I think I have my tampon in. Uh, He mumbles, no, you don't. (laughs) Look at He's very concerned. No, you don't. Sleepy time. But I was now convinced I was going to die of TSS. Do you know what TSS is? Well, that was the part where I was very proud of myself and I felt smart when I knew it was toxic shock syndrome. Very impressive. Thank you. Please applaud me now. Uh, I stuck my fingers up to find it, and nothing was there. I couldn't sleep at all, and when he finally woke up at 8.30 and started talking about how he wanted to be an F-45 trainer, I kicked him out. I don't <laughs> Do even you know, know what, what that is. It's like a fitness class that I think Mark Wahlberg is, is somewhat invested in. There's one near me. After, okay. inhaling, after inhaling two brunch entrees, I decided it was not my time to die, and I went to urgent care. The lady at the front desk asked me to write down my issue on a post-it, so I wrote, tampon stuck inside my vagina, (laughs) and and awkwardly handed it back. She responded, just another Saturday at urgent care. (laughs) Probably is. I feel like I've I've heard iterations of this before. Absolutely. I mean, this yeah. is not this woman is not alone in her plight, but mm-hmm. I just think it's so funny that this is like the sitcom version of urgent care. Like like this is feels very right. taxi cab or wings. Or even like or, friends. Yeah, like this is Gunther being like just another Saturday at the coffee shop. At Central Park, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I love this front desk person. Um, I got called back, and of course, my doctor was an attractive young guy who I had to recount my night to. He responded with, I just moved here. Where did you go out? I'm looking for Rex. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Again, this is like the, like the, the guy with your colonoscopy. 
Yeah, this is exactly, this is the colonoscopy, this is Friends, this is Wings, this is Seinfeld, this is so sitcom. Oh, Oh just moved here. And he's got long hair, 90s, like, with the parted down the middle, just like, eh, I just moved into town. (laughs) Yeah, it's like Uh, uh, when Phoebe gives birth to the guy who's obsessed with the fawns. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't Henry Winkler actually like make a guest cameo on that? I think show he, he no? is. I think he is the doctor. That's. Oh no, maybe he's not. But I think he might have been in an episode. Yeah. This is one I'm sure we'll get DMs about. Um, I got called back, and of course my doctor was a. Okay. Uh, he responded with, "I just moved here. <laughs> Where did you go out? I'm looking for Rex." As my legs were straddled in the stirrups of the chair, he pulled out a giant speculum shoves it up my vagina and pulls out a dark red tampon and holds it in the air to show me. Uh-huh. Victory! <laughs> He's got the golden, the golden snitch. <laughs> Needless to say, I did not tell the Bumble guy, but he did follow me on Instagram and he did follow his dream of becoming an F45 trainer. I didn't die of TSS. All's well that ends well. Yours truly, bloody embarrassed. I like that this. E- I love this email. I want to thank her for writing in. Fantastically yes. written and funny with many visuals. I like how the end ends like a movie that tells you about each person and where they ended up afterwards. Right. It's like the thing <laughs> when the words come on the screen and they're yeah. like. <laughs> at the end like, of Real Housewives season. Yeah, Chad did end up becoming an F forty five trainer. He met Mark Wahlberg once. (laughs) (laughs) The tampon was thrown in the garbage. You know, like the doctor thing um, is really funny. A doctor, gynecologists specifically, I'm sure this was an urgent care, but gynecologists do tend to talk to you while they, it is kind of awkward. They do tend to talk to you while they're like putting in the, like the thing. And I think it's to relax you so that you can like, you're not like clenching because it is uncomfortable. (laughs) I just I'm just having like like you could I I would assume it's got to be uncomfortable the whole situation I mean like right like the idea like the way you explained it is totally normal and then I thought in my head I was thinking of like saying something horrible and I was like man it will everything would sound creepy out of me right now in context of the gynecologist like him Um, being like being like how's your mom got to loosen you up. (laughs) Like that's fucking good. Look at my girl. Jess just went ew. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. They. I mean, like the the bar thing makes sense. Mine is always like, so are you planning any fun summer trips or anything? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I don't really want to talk about this while. Yeah. There's a just get the there's tampon a metal out clamp in my vagina, but here yeah. we are. Yeah. I. Uh, I guess this I have it. no relation to it. <laughs> right. Have you ever had had sex with a girl while she was wearing while she had a tampon in? unknowingly no but i have been in a situation where i've seen the string hanging out you know okay so and that's always a little nothing i i I ignore the whole situation i i don't want to say anything about that i but i seeing the string hang out it's it's just like oh there it is you know what i mean like i don't know what you know there is a thought of like there would be there are things men would do in, to each other in that situation. Like, like guys are just such assholes to each other. Like, if I had a string coming out of my asshole, they'd be like, oh, pull it out and fuck with you. You know, like. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Glad just, you're not doing that. Yeah, not doing that. But uh, have you ever hooked up with someone 
Um, I have like almost several times. It's the kind of thing I understand exactly what she's talking about because there's like there's like a day or two towards the end of your period where you're like, I'm not really sure if it's totally gone. Like it mm-hmm. might still be here. Like the only way to really know is to like wait it out fully like two days. And sometimes if you're like in the middle, you're like, it kind of might be gone or if it's like a little red. Like, I don't know if it's a big deal. There's like two days of subtle, like, I'm not sure. Sure. I, I, I didn't know about this world until I think everyone, if you're, if you enjoyed that email, everyone should go watch Michelle Wolf's standup special on Netflix. She does a ton of material about the women plight of underwear and period blood. And it's, and it's all done hilariously. I would say I would push everyone to go watch Michelle's Michelle Wolf special on Netflix because it's all there. I, I and that's kind of how I learned about all of this. Okay. You know, so like now- I, I'm a little bit more, I, uh, I guess less jaded or just less, I'm more informed. informed. Yeah, yeah. I, I did, but I did read this email or I kind of like mentioned this to Jess and she said she had a situation. She was like, she like hunched over and started smoking a cigarette and she's like, <laughs> back in college, ooh, I had a, vag- yeah. I had a tampon way b- up near my nose. And I was like, okay, that's enough. I don't need to hear that. <laughs> I didn't really want the anecdote. I just wanted yeah. to, right. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, she's like, oh, this happens. I gave birth to a tampon. <laughs> you know, I thought it was, I thought it was going to be my, a child. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so I, uh, it is, a. I, I gave some names. Did you have any names? Um, I don't have names. What are your names? All plugged up. Oh, I like that. Play sex. Like, like play text. I like yeah. it. Uh, log up the lazy river. That okay, got a that new from my That's girlfriend. That's a no from me as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jordana didn't like that one either. I, uh, our vaginas are not lazy. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> what Jess said. Uh, <laughs> fishing for gold. That's uh, okay. I, so. Those were the names I. Um, yeah, I, red flag deal breaker. Um, I mean, a it guy probably- wants to become a F forty five trainer. Oh, is would that you- the part that's the- <laughs> <laughs> that part's probably a deal breaker? But uh, probably not a good job to have right now. But no, um, I don't know. Was it? I mean, for me, I I could see this totally happening. So I would hope a guy would think it would be not either. But um, yeah, I would say like the idea that like like I love that she came out and she's like, we're good to go. Like. I don't, I've never heard, and I would say this because sometimes these emails come in, they're like, you know, I think a lot of women get a little bit, um, you know, they're not sure how to dance around these topics, but I'll say from the guy's side, like I've never had a guy be like, and I ended it because she's fucking got a tampon in. Like, I, you know, like I've never heard like a man end something because of the female, you know, situation like like, right. like like these things all like if if a woman was like i and i like if she texted me a week later like you're not gonna believe it the tampon was in there like i wouldn't be like get off the phone whore like i wouldn't like, right. like hang up on her like i'd be like oh my god really like i would be more i think men need to be given more credit that we're more like we know very little but we're more like wow like wanting to hear i think 
more guys would agree. Oh, so you want us to share more information about that? I think a more I think yeah. I, I think Tell that like kinda like I don't think any guy ends it because they know more about your body and know more about like what you know, I think these so things if Jess was like giving you a rundown of like how her flow is every every flow I wouldn't, you're fine with that it. Would, that wouldn't put me off. I mean when I make fun I make fun of her telling the story freshman year with a cigarette out, but it, right. it's because it was funny to just hear her be like, Ooh, I've been down that road again. Like I don't I'm not like well, I guess uh, I'll be sleeping on the couch tonight. You know, like, that's not my reaction. <laughs> Good. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. UUP at Betches.com. Let's do another email. All right. Hey, J&J, not sure if you guys have answered a question like this before, but my friend told me this story last night, and I thought it was the perfect opportunity to write my first email since I'm thoroughly stumped on what to do in this situation. My friend, let's call her Kate, was invited to dinner by her friend slash coworker. We'll call her Maddie because she had a dinner reservation that she was supposed to use on a date with this new guy, but he asked to reschedule last minute because work was crazy, so Kate stepped in. So just to recap that, this girl's, this girl's friend supposed to go on a date. The guy kind of cancels last minute, but she has a reservation, so she invites another friend. So she's That's like, clear. "We go, we go forth for our, as we've talked about in the beginning, our, our reconnect date." Right, because the guy said work was crazy. Mm-hmm. Maddie spent a solid twenty minutes gushing over this new guy. We'll call him Sam, like how she's writing like a full <laughs> novel here. Um, we get it. We didn't need yeah. names. Yeah. Maddie spent a, a solid 20 minutes gushing over this new guy, we'll call him Sam, and she, that she met on Bumble and has been on about five dates with, and everything is perfect. That's, again, always to me, the tip-off. Yeah. Um, really nice I also guy. Like, I also, like, don't like the way this email is being written. I appreciate that it was sent in, but this is kind of the reason I think a lot of women get embarrassed or think that they're under the microscope. Like... Like this whole idea of like, oh, what will I tell people? Like she's writing in about her friend and she's like, she tells me everything's 
perfect, and they've been on five dates. And, like, we know where this is going. You know, like, I know maybe she's amping it up for effect of the email, but it's like... Well, it goes to show kind of like <laughs> it might be a little embarrassing for her. <laughs> okay. So she met on Bumble and has been on five dates with this guy and everything's perfect, really nice guy, well-educated, and the sex is great. About halfway through, Kate sees a guy walk by who looks familiar, but she can't quite determine why. Maddie notices Kate looking quizzically at this guy, so she turns around <laughs> to check it out and immediately ducks because, lo and behold, it's Sam walking by looking very well put together and by no means swamped with work. <laughs> okay, Funny Sam. Is- <laughs> how would a person look swamped with work? I, hair tasseled they're, around. Their beepers going off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big binders under each, right. each arm. Briefcase. Um, okay. So, although clearly upset, Maddie tries to hide her dismay for the rest of the meal. After dinner, they're walking to their apartment building and they see Sam on a date with another girl just two restaurants down from where they ate. Can confirm this girl is not his sister. So basically, he lied and canceled the same day to go on a date with another girl. However, he didn't entirely cancel because he asked to reschedule to Saturday. So she already has plans to see him again. But now she's conflicted with this new information. Basically, my question to you guys is, what the fuck do you do in this situation? Does she brush it under the rug? Does she bring it up when they hang out? If she calls him out, what's the best way to do it? Of course, they met on a dating app, so you can assume he's seeing other people, but he did lie and pass, pass on her for what, for what was seemingly a better option in his mind at the last minute. That's, love to that's her opinion. Let, let, let's start with that's her understand. opinion. I, I understand, understand where it's why yeah. someone would think that. But I understand to that too. Yeah. I, and thanks I under- for the endless laughs. <laughs> Listen, I understand why she would think that. But let's there's there's a lot these days that there's like you're either telling the stories or you're giving your opinion. <laughs> like it's this is a mix of both at that sentence, but I agree with where the I, I'm not gonna tell her how to feel and I agree. I can understand how you'd be like, Well, that must have been the better option. I understand that. But right. Jordana, how would you perceive? I thought this one was actually kind of tricky. Um, okay. Because here's the thing. The person doesn't really owe you anything. No. Nope. They have the right. They have the right to be dating other people. They did yep. lie. But again, like, I think the beginning of dating is constantly about lying. And he would never say he was going out with someone else. That would be yeah. much worse. <laughs> I think the truth would be much worse sure. than... Uh, I mean, like, if you're ever on like date two or three with someone and they ask you to hang out a certain night and you have a date with someone else, you're not going to be like, Oh, I can't do that date. I have a date with someone else, but like we can do this date. No, totally. Ever. And, and, that would and, be rude. <laughs> that would be rude. And also the, her thinking we've had great five dates and I am ready. I think this guy could be someone to get more serious with. That's not his decision. Right. So, oh, so she says they've been on five dates. Yeah, they went on five dates. That is a good amount of dates. I it's a good think- amount of dates, but that, but I'm saying like the, that her saying she had a great time is independent of him, which I think mm-hmm. like more people should be doing. Right. More people should be going, I had a great time on these five dates. I am shedding the rest of these guys or girls. I'm shedding my other people to give all my attention to this. And sometimes that that is... When you do that, you are you are also risking that that other person isn't doing that. Right. So I think now that we're talking this out, 
I would mention it because she didn't like do anything devious to find this information out. She mm. happened to notice um, totally. him somewhere. She could say, she could say, "Hey, like when you didn't when you canceled on me the other day, I would I would go on the date if I were her, and I would mention it, especially like cause then you can talk about it in person and they can't leave." Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would say, "Hey, um, that other night when you canceled on me, I happened to be out with my friend, and I actually saw you out with someone else. Like it seemed like you were on a date with someone." Um, is that the, like, were you out with someone else? Like, that's totally fine. I'm just <laughs> kind of wondering, like, if you cancel on me for someone else. See, I would go about it a little differently because... Well, and then I would take it from there, but yeah. Okay. Take it from there. But I, I, the way you're presenting it, I, so here's where I disagree. I think she has to assess how she feels about this guy while also knowing the the reality that now exists like okay what what happened sucks because what happened takes away the, the ability illusion. the <laughs> illusion the delusion because right. that's kind of what this is about a lot of dating in those first couple months first few months whatever it may be is a delusion that it's just you and me kid we're we're us against the world up 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 and to the top like right the, it's not like on the bachelor where you know they're going out with other people totally and right. and 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 it's and again what you said in the beginning where it's like if you have a date with someone else you don't say like hey i got another date that night like you just don't say that because it's not sexy and you need some sexiness and romanticism to get through those first few months to get to the practical points and sometimes and most of us are blessed with the ability to do that on our own time. Their right. own time has not. Now they they've lost that privilege. They've lost the privilege of like taking it slowly and on our own time because that just doesn't feel great. I would understand if she was like, I don't want to date someone who's dating six other people or whatever the amount of people are canceling on me to make other dates. Like I can understand that. Right. So, I think she has to assess like, hey, this relationship has now changed. I, I have made the strides. I have made the decision. Maybe she hasn't, but I, it sounds like I've made the decision to like concentrate on this because we've been on five dates and I'm enjoying myself. I want to get to know you more. If you're not at that place, then we got to cancel this date because then I'm going down a road where... Do so you think she should say it before they, they even go on the date? Yeah, I would say, like, to me, because he might be on date six fucking around. Like, and she's not on date six fucking around. Yeah, and most most women are not on date six fucking around. I would sure, say. but if he's in casual town where he's got three other girls that at different levels of the, mm -hmm. you know, the fuck sales cycle, you know, <laughs> like where, like, he, you know... The girl that he went on a date with might not have been a better option, but might have been the one that he had canceled on before. Right. You know, like, or the one that, you know, we have been trying to go out or maybe in a setup or, you know, he's still in that opening sales cycle mode. So, so it's how like, would you phrase this? So if I were her, I would go, hey, listen, really uncomfortable conversation, but I saw you on a date. I, I ended up taking the reservation. I saw you on a date. We have no agreements here. I'm, I'm not, I'm, a, I'm disappointed, but I'm not mad at you because I'm disappointed because I like you and I had started to just date you. 
But I understand that like these things are fluid and I listen, you've been on other dates with other people. I get it. I have to. But I can't go on a date with a sixth date with someone that I actively know is still going on dates with other people. Right. Or like it seems like I'm kind of like more emotionally invested in this than you are at this point. And I don't really want to get even deeper into this if like you're not on the same page. Yeah. And and the, the issue I had with with the the scenario you brought up is and it's not that I think it's stupid or I just I think that kind of scenario where it's like you're on this date. So you went on that date, huh? I saw you on a date. What do you think? And it's like that's kind of letting their feelings be your feelings at that point. Because well, I kind of well, my whole th- thought was that was like perhaps there is an explanation, right? Okay. Perhaps my whole thing, th- like there's a what there's could, a world the, in which what could the explanation be? His you know cousins in town, and that was a cousin, or he got out earlier than he thought he was going to, and he had you know it's probably not right. <laughs> well, but well, like, well, but what you could get that before you went on the date, couldn't you? Couldn't you say like, hey? I saw you out with someone. It felt like a date. If I'm wrong, totally understand. Right. But this is where I stand well, you could emotionally, say that. you know? Well, the only reason I would say to, like, do it in person is just because, like, it kind of feels like there's less... I like the idea of the person not having, like, a bunch of time to, like, come up with whatever, like, wording, like, situation sure. they, they think will, like, sound the best. Like, I do think if you're having a conversation via the phone or via or in person, if you can have like a real conversation about it, that's not like someone like generating a text and then it's running it by their friends and then sending it to you. And then the other person doing the same, like you see I it all feel in like, their face. Yeah. Right. I kind of feel like that's a lot of how those things go, which you don't really like if you're, ha- if you are actually seeing someone you can like, I would do like, I would make that six state like pretty casual. I would make it like, let's just grab drinks so that mm-hmm. if it does, if you do need to leave, you can like leave it there. But I think it's helpful for people, especially like if you want to be like out of that world of like, I'm closing this book and I'm not going to be texting this person anymore. Like we've seen so many girls who send those texts where they're like ending it and then they're like, but what are you doing next week? I think that it sure. helps to, to look the other person in the face in order to like kind of like really gauge how they're feeling and move on from it as opposed to like a text that they spend 20 minutes crafting to sound exactly how you want it to sound. And, and you are right in the sense that he's going to be way nicer over that text to allow for all his options to be kept. Right. Like, like his answer, like to the text would be like, listen, I still like you. I'm ha-. You know, I could understand how like his text back would be like easier to get out of it. <laughs> easier to get out of it and also easier to stay nice. Like, I think a lot of like the emails that we get are in this like, do they like me or not like me? This guy likes her enough to go out and reschedule dates with her, but also plan dates with other people at the same time. Right. <laughs> you know, like, and it's like that can be confusing that can be like well he likes me but he's going out with other people and it's like yeah but it's early you know like we could go back and forth on like 20 different scenarios of like yeah why why he's still into this kind of <laughs> you know yeah. like like there there is like i don't i guess on the date if you did it 
my encouragement would be to say, hey, let them know, be a little more vulnerable than not. Like if you're on the date and you go, I've kind of put aside other people. And if you haven't, I need to kind of move on from this. I think that's okay to say too. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think like, I think you, it seems like, oh, like you're going there and you're putting them on the spot. But I think that's almost like a better way to do it. You get like a more, a more real reaction. You get like less open endedness. And I think it's just like easier to like, you get someone's body language. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, you get to like really tell if they care. I've had like a number of those like awkward in person sort of semi confrontations. Um, and I love them, but <laughs> <laughs> and a lot this of them what, end. This is what gets me going. Really awkwardly. A lot of yeah. them do end really awkwardly, but those are the things that I like left that thing being like, okay, I know this is over. Yeah, I, I guess it's uh, the equivalent of ripping off the bandaid and feeling it. Right, like you're like you feel I, it much I, more I, intensely. Yeah, I guess you kind of half feel it over text. You you can there there is something to that if like you need that. Like what right. if like what if he went on this what if she goes on this date? Okay. She goes on the date and she says, Hey, I saw you with another woman. Um, I'm not mad at you, but I'm a little disappointed. Um because I'm kind of shedding other people and it seems like you're still keeping other people. Right. And then he goes, You know, I went on that date, it was fun, but I'm really enjoying your company and this is in a different place than that one was. And that's all I can say to you. Like, what do you do? I would say like, well, are you like, are you still dating other people? Like, are you still intending on going out with other people? I'm still on dating apps. Um, but you know, I kind of seeing where this is going and I'm kind of seeing where that's going. Like, right. I, I, I would say like, okay, like I respect your honesty with that. Um, but I, I, then I don't really feel like we're on the same page. And I think maybe we can like go our separate ways then. Do you get up from the dinner or should he? I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't do a dinner. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't do a dinner. Oh, so in case so you're ended. like, let's not do I would dinner. Do a drink. Let's do drinks. I would do a drink. I would, I would make it so like we would do drinks. And then like, you know, you are, I would bring it up over the drink. And then if it like ended in a way that was bad, I would be like, okay, well, I'm going to go. So I guess my question is, what way does this go well? So you either have a boyfriend after these drinks or it doesn't? It, like usually, I, it usually doesn't go well. I mean, I've I, done I, it, I, I've done it to you. be honest, a couple <laughs> times. It usually yeah. doesn't go well. But um, I think it ends where you can be like, okay, I'm moving on from that situation. And the way, okay, like the best case scenario is the way that the person's like, wow, like I feel really terrible. Um like I really like hanging out with you and like I'm willing to you know in your head like the best case scenario is the person's like I'm I don't want to like risk losing you to this and like I'm happy to like invest fully in like seeing where this goes and you would be up for that like I that's that's As my an exclusive thing yeah uh, like a sometimes and, people need a little push okay I no listen I'm I'm playing this out with you because I'm sure right. Like, I, I guess sometimes we, 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 like, talk about it, give the advice, and go. But, like, in this scenario, I'm like, yeah, I, I guess I don't know how that would go. Like, and also, like, to me, like, what you're saying is, like, the, the chances for this being successful are twofold. It's right. this guy is like, you know, that was kind of, uh, I had to get that out of my system. 
I'm really enjoying you and I don't want to lose you and I want to be uh, more exclusive than we were right. going into this date. Are I'm you willing able, to focus. I'm t- willing like, to focus on focus. what we're doing here. Right. Are you willing to forgive and forget? Like I, I, I think yeah, a lot of guys not, don't trust it's not that, that. I don't think it's that big of a transgression. It's like you hadn't discussed anything before. Sure. And, and I don't think a lot of guys think that women are just going to leave that. And and that might not be fair, that night might mm-hmm. not be right. But like, I mean, we did have someone email. Why is he not watching my story? So like, <laughs> I, I so there's like a piece. I think of me that's where I'm what like, we want. That's what we 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 want. That's what we want coming out of this. And almost like that. In a way, it's good sometimes because it gives you like, it gives you the right to have that conversation. Or it, okay, it, feels, so, it feels like it gives you the right to have that conversation. Like, and it doesn't totally, seem random. I, I, you know, I, you're with, like, here's the yeah. evidence. I, I, that's kind of the idea of like moving from right. this a romantic delusional world to like the real world. Like you have, right. there has been a definitive shift from now we're talking. And I, uh, I, I can understand the pluses and minuses of that scenario of that happening. Right. Um, I guess my point, I, I guess I'm wondering how I would play it. Like if I, if I was, you on were that, him? if I was him, I'm wondering how I would probably play it soft. I would probably be like, Hey, I don't know. I enjoy your company, but I don't know. I would de- probably go down the road of, I'm not looking for something serious right now as, and, right. and as bullshit as that as would most, be, that would as most, as most guys would. I, I'm, right. I'm trying to like, I, I and I want to like let any woman know, like, you're getting that as like again last week's episode excuse or whatever you want to call it, but that's his way of like, okay, let me let me push this to next week, <laughs> you know, like like and a smart guy would be like, let's have drinks, let's have fun, not go home together, and then that gives him time to like think on it, and then end it later over text. Right. Jess just screamed, um, "Oh my god!" I'm just saying. I'm giving people the well, that's why, honesty. That's why, if you're like, going into it, you have yeah. to be the one who's like, "This is the answer that I would that I would need to keep to keep this going." And all yeah. other things, I'm just not going to really accept, which is fine. Well, I've that's owning your standard. Time. That's 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 being willing to walk away from the go- negotiation table. That's like not letting yourself get carried away with one person because they've been good in the past. I I, I agree right. with all that. And it sucks and it's really hard. I mean, I've done it. I haven't done it with like this exact scenario, obviously, of like I saw him out with someone else, blah, blah, blah. But like I have I've mostly done this in-person thing when I've had someone who has like ended a three month or thing or ended something Mm -hmm. that was going on that wasn't that serious. And then usually like three to five months later, the person will text you and like ask you to hang out or do something sure. or to take you to, to take you to dinner or to take you to lunch, whatever the fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in that scenario, I've done this a couple of times. I go on the date. Okay. We have some good small talk. And then like, um, as you get towards the middle to the end, I'm like, so like, why'd you ask me on this date? I mean, you, <laughs> they're always, you stumped. <laughs> they're always stumped. <laughs> because they haven't thought about it at all which is always the best part i mean this is this is a free podcast i want to let everyone know you're welcome (laughs) because i'm hearing this and i'm like oof like i can't i can believe you did that 
but that the way you're playing it is such a stronger way to play it than like to me I would if someone emailed in like hey this person reached out out of the blue from 3 months later I would be like I'd be like there's very little way that this ends up in a relationship but you know have them if they make a date you'll go on the date but if not don't go on the date you know don't even mm-hmm. text this person and then on the date to say like hey what's the reason you're here their answer i i totally know why they were stumped well their answer is always like well it's always like a kind of a shock and then it's mm-hmm. always like uh well i know i felt like we had a lot of fun like when we hung out in the past and, and then, then what you, you have to say is you have to be real and you have to say, well, like you told me that you like weren't looking for anything serious. So like, is that is that different now? Are you looking for are you did you ask me on this date because you, you now are looking for something serious? Yeah. And, and they're the, always like, well, like, let's see how it goes. And I'm like, well, that's not really what I'm looking for. I've already dated you for three months. But you're asking me to start <laughs> at date one again. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm all for that line of questioning. Because that's the realistic thing. Uh, and But it also proves the point that a lot of these guys are reaching back out to you because they're looking to have fun again. Right, but they they're can't expect to, go to, back, start, yeah. to start again sure. at date one and then replay the three-month thing and then decide they're not into it. So that you have to... You can do that with sure. someone, but like the more empowering thing, I think, to do is to make sure that like they're, they're coming back for a reason. Because if they're coming back with no reason, then it's just going to be the exact same thing. Well, they're coming back to be, to be with you post, post fucking pre questions asked. They've got surprise coming, (laughs) and they're gonna get some questions. So I, I listen. I think if anyone's listening right now in a similar situation, they have, they have been helped by you, Jordana. I think that I hope so. (laughs) Let's play some games. And then those people usually don't come back again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, you've, this is the equivalent of like, the, like they're like running through the booby traps of the house and they're like, oh, we can't go back into that fucking place again. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this girl has questions. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, you have real questions with real answers I have to give? And it, it's, it's just, it's, it, but it's all proving. It's proving a lot of what we talk about here, it's like that person reached out to you because they were lonely. They're looking at your story because there's lust. They're, you know, this all kind of Mm -hmm. revolves around that, you know, when, especially when you think back to that one date you had with someone, the guy's reaching out because he's like, oh, we can have fun again. And you're thinking of them reaching out being like, oh, they want, they regretted it so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's It's like, we're thinking two different things. Two different right. things. I feel like that's rarely the case where the guy is yeah. like, or maybe they're kind of like, well, whatever happened with that person? Like, I don't sure. really. And then they see you and then they remember. Why yeah, it's like rema- It's like matching again with someone you already ended it with on a dating app. They're like, yeah, a lot of those guys are just going, I'm still here. Still got still ready to fuck. Still not <laughs> looking for more. You know? Right, which is why, in my mind, you can't really let them just like have their cake and eat it too. Like if they if they ended it already, they should have to answer to that. In my yeah, in my mind, I I, I understand that. that I, I'm with you. I I mean, if I was to turn against my own, but I understand again why they're reaching out as well. So I get. Okay. It. Let's, Let's play, play some, some games. games. <laughs> 
UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. I'll read the first one. You ready? Yes. Red flag or deal breaker. They tell you they only date people with certain credentials. Short backstory. My ex from two years ago and I were laying in bed after hooking up. I know, I know. I don't know what she's I know it. We're laying in bed talking after hooking up. I know, I know. He has a master's degree and works in higher education. He was telling me he is only dating people who also have master's degree or higher. I found this offensive as I, quote unquote, only have had a bachelor's degree. Ouch. What say you two? Red flag or deal breaker? Is this any different than only dating people in certain occupations or even only dating people of a certain race or background? Curious to hear your thoughts. So what do you think? Is it similar to those things? I don't think it's similar to those things necessarily. On the problem, like, on the, yeah, on the. One is a on choice pro- also kind of. On the spectrum of problematic, I would say that yeah. dating based on race is way worse than education. But then I would assume that like there's a lot of the, you know, there could be some kind of coded speech in that where it's like you're saying i won't you know you're right you know what you're i mean very, like I, you're limiting and you're you're limiting yourself and your um it's an again all the people are assholes who are doing right. who are saying that well it reminds me of indian matchmaking again there's someone on indian matchmaking one of the girls she's like i'm my ancestors are from india but then they moved to like uh guyana so we're technically Guyanese and a lot of Indian people won't date me because like, I'm not like this traditional, um, like fully Indian thing. So there's, it's funny because there's like, there's like sort of like racism within like the race of, of that as well. But, um, well, the whole thing kind of like, I think it's okay to say, to say, I want to date someone who has a similar value of education to me or, Mm -hmm. or, us or you know has a, a certain way that they live their life a certain lifestyle that i want and mm-hmm. like i would like someone who like also values that kind of lifestyle yeah that's like a nicer way yeah i guess i'm gonna be hypocritical i did say this guy's an asshole but um i guess if i heard it that way i could be sold you know, but, you to know? Say, like, but to say that just because someone has a degree means they a third degree means that they sure. value education to me is like not an accurate assumption. It's like put, it's putting more emphasis it's putting more emphasis on the symbol than the actual value. Yeah, like I I I I've dated people where more you know the more things I heard about their background and what they did and their education made me more attracted to them. But I've never but to go in going you know, need not apply, you idiots, with just your state school degree. Like right. that's a different. That's a. Well, that's, that's a I'm different that's... place to start from. I think it's all about where you're starting from, and where this guy's starting from. The you know the email or the story. This is the place they're starting from. Is kind of to say it to someone you know doesn't have a secondary degree. Right. That's you know? that makes <laughs> like, you an asshole. Right. That makes you an asshole. <laughs> Yeah. Jess thought I went to Penn State and Jess thought that meant I went to Penn. Oh. And so she was she told her parents <laughs> that I went to Penn and they were like, "Ooh, went to Penn." Oh, and I get That's this really this funny. happens with Penn State people a lot because 
I have had people go, where'd you go to college? I'll say Penn State, and they'll go, ooh, Penn, wow. And I'll go, yes, that's where I went. <laughs> I'll go, go along with it. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it happens to people who went to Penn because I've heard from people who went to Penn. They'll go, And they don't yeah. like it. <laughs> they hate it. They, they go, I went to Penn, and someone go, wow, party school, love the football team. And they'll go, no, 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 no. They, like, stop them and go, no, but Penn okay. – the Ivy League one, you know, like, right. So it, it is. It's funny because Jess had that happen to Jess where she was like, oh, look, at he must be smart. And then she finds out I'm just a drunk idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's from this guy. I'm saying like he's more in he's more interested in appearances in the resume. So yeah. I only want to be able to say that I dated someone with a law degree or, a you know, a master's degree. Um, as opposed to I value someone, I like dating people who really like value education and are really like into like intellectual pursuits. That's more sure. about like the quality. So I think, you know what I mean? Well, you listen, I went again to go back to the Penn State versus Penn thing. I'm not delusional to, to think that if I went to Penn, an Ivy League school, that someone someone's interest would me in, in me would be enhanced. That's the same as a mm -hmm. job, as a, you know, like we'd have to be delusional to sit here and go, like this kind of lives in the world. Like a lot of people want to live in a perfect world. We're in an imperfect world where someone who went to Penn did better on the SATs than someone that went to Penn State, someone that went to Penn can give that resume to someone at a job or an office and they would look at that more fondly than they would look at Penn State. I understand that. I know that. To deny that, you're just denying reality. Sure. Um, but that, like you said, that could be like something that would enhance your perspective of them. But to say, like, I'm not considering any candidates that did not go to... That's exclusionary. That, that, right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm with that you. That to that's me what, is the difference. Yeah. Totally. I agree. And that's why this guy, to me, if I was in bed with someone who said that to me while knowing that I went to Penn State and had one degree and I'm a clown, you know, <laughs> like I'd be like, that's insulting. And what you said is insulting. And I'm, it's a deal breaker for me. Right. I agree with that. You know, for sure. Let's All right. do another. They're over the age of 32 and they only have plastic silverware and plates. For me, if they are over 32 and they have plastic silverware and plates, I've said this on past podcasts, and I'll say it again. You can't have two lazy garbage people in a relationship or and you'll you're live the in lazy garbage. garbage person. I'm the lazy garbage person. So I need Jess, who I live with, to care more than I care or else we'd be her. living in squalor. <laughs> well, it, it is... I'm hoping, like, and listen, I try, like, Jess just yelled, no, I don't. Um, I do try, even though it doesn't seem like I'm trying, like, but you can't change someone 100%. You can only move them, you know, small percentage points. That's kind of what I'll stick to as a story. But uh, what about you? So you'd be out? Deal breaker for me. Like, I, I think deal breaker for me, because I have to hold... Again, I have my partner to a higher standard than I would hold myself. I think it would be a red flag. Like, it would be something that would not count towards, like, the positives. Sure. Actively, like, a negative mark against them. 
but um, I think I could work. I like you said, like I think I could, I could work on it. So that's that's, that's the thing. Fix. Like, but but this is also like very male female. Like I think a woman would look at this and a guy and go, he's just a guy. This isn't fair. This is societal. This is this is right. wrong in in theory. But like a woman can look at a guy with plastic forks and plastic plates and be like, well, he went to Penn and he's a doctor, so I'll deal with that. <laughs> you know, right. like, and he didn't go to Penn State and he's not an idiot. You know, like th- there would be on. You'd have to and, look at the whole picture. Totally. And I would look at it from a woman. I go, I don't know if I if we live together, we're going to it's going to look like a house from hoarders. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, it's kind of like you said, it would be like it's not like I need them to have the best plates, but it would be hot. If they had like a full matching, sure. That <laughs> like you'd be like, wow, he cares. What, well, what about this? Let me give you the option. You have a guy who is plastic silverware, a mess of an apartment, but he's the CEO of a of a small company that's about to go public, or you have a guy who's beautiful apartment. Great silverware, great all the things that kept up at home, but he's out of a job and looking for work. Oh, definitely the first guy, the CEO. Yeah, because that yeah. guy has is bad to have money and not know what to do with it. But okay. I know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll know Again, what to do with this it. This is the unfairness <laughs> of life. Like this is kind of this works into the whole thing, you know? Like we'd be a better match. Right? Yeah, you're a better match. So yeah, yeah, I get it. Well, let's do one more. Okay. Um, you got. You want me to read it? Yeah, sure. You guys are my favorites. Tell me this. Dating my boyfriend for close to a year. We are both 27 and 28 years old. He has a box of cards and notes from his ex in the closet. Granted, they dated from the ages of 14 to 24 and were engaged, but still kind of strange to me. I'm an admitted snoop slash kind of crazy, like likely normal, Girl, <laughs> this, that's a funny sentence. I'm going to admit it's Snoop slash crazy and in parentheses, likely normal girl. Is is his behavior normal? If not, red flag or deal breaker? I think you're, it's a, you have a right to be like kind of like annoyed by it, but I don't think that like it's a problem. But I think you can be like sort of irrationally annoyed about it. I, so... I, I agree with you. They shouldn't break up over this. I don't think this right. is a reason to break up. Do I think I would have? I would need a little more context as far How as how easily like, accessible is this box of things? It, it does yeah. Does he look at the box every Sunday and have a tear rolling down his cheek? Does he is the box kind of in the back and he just like put it back there and he saved it and then when you guys got together the box became was forgotten about and is just there? Mm. Then I would be like. You can't get mad at that, or I, you can get mad at whatever you want. I'm not telling right. you how to feel, but I'm saying I I would be on his side in that scenario. I'd go, yeah, he just put it away, and guys, I, I'm not like meeting a girl and being like, let me clean out the last girl. Like that's just not how I operate. Right. Um, well, I think so, of it like I would compare it to something like digital, right? So, mm-hmm. like, let's say his phone has all these pictures, which it probably does because you're with someone mm-hmm. for ten years of this thing. Like, are you gonna like ask him to delete? all those pictures like if these pictures were like a, a few years back for at this point four years back in his phone fine if you see them like newly in screenshots that's a different question totally yeah these are two different things and having them doesn't mean that he lusts over them or looks at them 
it just means he has them. There has to be some context here. So right. like if 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 the box is like next to his socks and he looks at it every day, I'd be like, <laughs> right. hey, man, it's weird that it's next to your socks. Can you get rid of this? Is this something you can get uh, kind of part ways with? Right. If you guys are moving and he's like, well, I got to have my old girlfriend box somewhere. And you're like, that would be crazy. If it's just I don't even there, think that would be that crazy. I, I think it'd be crazy if he announced it. But I think if he like casually brought stuff that was like from his past that like he wasn't like again like creating a, some sort of like special secret compartment but it's just <laughs> kind of like in his box of things like you can't like erase the past like something it's so, okay uh, it's okay for someone to have a meaningful relationship that didn't involve you before they met you that like they don't want to burn all their shit i think totally. that's okay and what complicates what complicates this is He's, she said it's 14 to 24. So they were like high school sweethearts. So that's a lot of your high school and middle school right. memories are kind of like wrapped into this person that, you, again, what you're saying is true. But I would say about me, I don't. You're not have, sentimental. I don't. I guess I'm not. But I, 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 I don't know a lot of people who have like this box of high school memories. This this is a very that is to me that's a that rings very female to me. Like I mm-hmm. have a lot of female friends from high school. I have a lot of shit from them from that time w- period. What but what I can't believe and this is something women do a lot in my life or and Jess does it too where they like to bathe in the embarrassment of their high school photos. And I think, <laughs> like I think that's just the excuse to bring them to light. But I okay. actually do. I feel like that's because like you can't just be like, look at this photo. We're like hot from high school. Like, but like and that's I when know, they share I, them. It's sort of that embarrassing thing. But I do feel like there's a sense of like sentimentality or like even though this is that was like a mark of like something that I felt in that time or like part of who I am, who I was. Sure. But when I go home, I don't like stumble upon these old yearbooks and then like spend the night flipping through the pages i see them i go oh fuck yeah that's from before and then i just walk away from it because i'm like i don't want to have to deal with my own fucking ghosts in my head that are going to tell me how much of an idiot i was in high school okay. you know <laughs> like i i don't know sometimes because i have a like like i have good friends from growing up who will pop in who would like pop in the the vcr like the vhs tape to like watch these like greatest hits of embarrassing moments. And I'm like, Oh, I can't, I can't even fathom doing that. Right. So I'm wondering um, like for this guy where he's got this like maybe box it's of for things, guys. maybe, yeah. I don't know. I maybe, maybe he's that way where he's like, I just keep these cause it's sentimental. But like if it's just in the back of his closet and he never looks at it, you could say like, Hey, I don't want to live with, you know your fiance and he has you know he has to admit yeah that this person's a little different than a high school friend i would agree with you that know? i think if it's far in the back of the closet and it seems like a very 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 far afterthought that's different than like again he's looking at it every day yeah yeah listen we did it again that's our episode we did it we saved dating um, I want, listen, everybody keep sharing, keep telling friends, 
Uh, we're, we love doing this show, so keep pushing out Spotify. If you have a friend who's a big Spotify person, add it to their playlist. Let them know. You know, this is a way to kind of change it up every now and again. So that's it for us, right? That's it for us. Back next episode. Boom. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at at UUPpod on Instagram. And email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Lee. Lee creates denim that gets better with age. The ones you reach for to feel your best again and again. Their denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Rider Jean jacket is the OG. What every other brand has copied for decades. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com. That's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Betches.